everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The chronicles of two well-traveled women as told through sexual experiences. I'm Olivia and I'm in Barcelona. And I'm Mariah recording from my boyfriend's mom's bedroom in Maryland. This is the podcast where we tell each other the story of every person we've ever slept with, starting with number one. Yep, that's right. And uh, today we're talking about number 10, which is very exciting, a very exciting milestone. Um, yes. But first, uh, where where did we where did we leave ourselves last time we chit-chatted? Last time we chit-chat, you um, were getting some fun older D from a drummer in Missoula, Montana. And I think in the end you you do you just yeah as one does um when you're 22 and and coming coming off a wild time and you decided uh to pass on getting more serious or whatever um he was fine although perhaps left a little scarred uh because you did rip open the skin on his neck when he was going down on you with your bracelet on accident on accident not sure if that was clear from the way I phrased it as one does as one does <laughs> it'll happen uh, it'll happen yeah um and so yeah in, in your number nine story um 22 Olivia were you 22 or 23 yes 22 I think mm-hmm 22-year-old Olivia um, gave an old high school buddy a blowjob, um, as one does, yes. <laughs> thinking that, you know, you guys would start hooking up. But, of course, who who were you to ask something in return for no. your favors that you were giving other people? And you're swallowing. <laughs> and so, swallowed. You know? Jesus. Silly you. <laughs> um, and today, like – we're still two years apart, but I think it's kind of cool um, that we are both on our way. We're packing our bags. We're going to Latin America. Fuck yes. Fuck these dudes. Fuck like- Portland. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck winter. <laughs> yeah. Cue like some uh, some Latin American kind of music in the background. My um, number 10 is the story of me reconnecting with my sensitive side. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, My number 10, if I had to phrase it in such a way, is the story of me getting my groove back and letting go of some chemical dependencies. Hmm, chemical dependencies. I I would argue this whole podcast is about chemical dependencies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which and one of the biggest them <laughs> being whatever fucking chemicals are in your head when you start fucking someone. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but before we get into all that, I wanted to let people know that we're doing a fun little giveaway. Ooh, very very exciting. Um, yeah, I think this is great. It's. It's uh, the first 10 people to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts um, are going to receive our favorite lube in the mail. And um, since we – I feel like we're like, you know, um, I don't know. I never thought of myself as like a sex expert before, but this really makes me feel like I'm imparting wisdom. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, when you've – at a certain point, what is expertise? It's experience, you know, and we <laughs> – Oh yeah, and we have that. We have that. So um, very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lube lubrication for everyone. Um, depending on where you live, it might be my favorite or it might be Mariah's favorite. We're not sure. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. But you're gonna get a highly recommended lube in the mail. Um, all you have to do to get it is take a screenshot of your review on Apple Podcasts and email it to what's your number pod at gmail.com along with an address where we can send you the lube and we promise we will not come and murder you there. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, we promise. We really promise. <laughs> yeah. Cross our hearts up to die. We will not share. We will not share your address with anybody else. It will just be for mailing the loot. Just be for us, and then we will just destroy it. Yeah, like Mission Impossible yeah, style. We'll, fr- we'll shred it. We'll shred it. We'll shred the email. Um, probably not actually. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably we'll we'll delete it though. We will delete. We'll it. delete it. We promise to delete. <laughs> we can delete. Um. So <laughs> also, just if you don't know how to uh, leave a review um we've got some instructions on our website it's actually quite easy and uh we'll leave a link in the show notes along with all the instructions here of how to claim your lubrication prize Woohoo! such a proponent of lube it's it's just yeah it's so great it's honestly just great i feel like when i was younger i was like i don't need, need it because like that, now i'm like okay sorry was it because of super bad was that what like made you feel okay that's what made me feel like i shouldn't need lube do you remember that scene maybe yeah it's it's such a great thing to add to sex yeah um no but i feel like i've uh i feel like i've talked to other people about this and some people are like oh no i don't use lube like, it's like, oh, okay, so you don't have penetration for more than five minutes is what you're trying to say. When you tell me you don't use lube, like, believe, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe that was, that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to fuck, like, all night long. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that too, but I, see, I feel like I, I, like, enjoy sex with or without lube, but it's just, like, such a nice treat, you know? Yeah. It's like, it really just, it adds something different. It adds a new dimension. Um, So... Why not? Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, give it a try, and uh, and and also, enjoy. I mean, and no shade if like you're if you're like, hey, like I need you know lube for longer. I hate lube. Like no shade to anybody to their preferences about lube, but I am just saying I feel like just try it out. You know, try it out. Yeah, give, exactly. give her a shot. Yeah, see how it's see how it fits into your sex life. Yeah, and and if you haven't maybe, tried, maybe it's not even for you. Yeah. <laughs> You can see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe you just like putting lube on other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Oh, man. Okay. We went off the rails there, but um, I'm excited. I think we're just really excited about, about – uh, Thanking you for leaving us a review. So without further ado, let's hear from you, Mariah. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, yeah, that was that rhymed. Um oh, yeah, nice. so this this is a I feel like this is this story is is a good one. It's a doozy. Um so where you guys left me last, it was um in this still spring after my drug overdose, like my little fling with number nine only lasted like a month or so, if that. Um, so I think it's like March or so. And, you know, I'm having a pretty good winter, but I'm still kind of like unpacking that whole experience. And like mm-hmm. my parents are making me go to therapy and I'm kind of, I don't know, I feel like my family is kind of like worried about me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, but I'm – I'm kind of go through this whole winter. I write a lot of poetry. I really nice. open up my existential lens. And then as soon as the weather gets nice again, you guessed it, I, go, I jump right back on number five's D. Fuck yes. Okay. I was just going to say, oh my God, that's great because I've been meaning to bring this up for so long where I, well, two episodes. Like you broke, well, you broke up with number five. I feel like you left all of us just like stunned. Like what? Like, anyways, I'm just excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and we never and, like we never like unpacked it. So now we get to do that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So we will do that. So actually I think that a little teaser, I think that's gonna be next episode when that all really Oh okay. like, when you know Okay, the, okay, fine. Okay, got excited. I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna <laughs> I, I don't wanna give it away, but like let's just say it all comes to a head. <laughs> So yeah, so we we had started talking again, not exactly sure like what happened, who made the first move, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure number five is kind of like doing that thing again, the one where he kind of just tells me how much he loves me and how I'm the love the love of his life and love he wants to spend time life. together and he'll 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 do whatever I'm comfortable with and you know he'll he just wants to take me to dinner and you know he just whatever like. It's that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, truth be told, like, 
number five is my buddy. Like we've moved across the country together basically. So of course I'm like, you know, welcome him back into my life. I mean, I shouldn't say of course, but like I think from that perspective, that I think was kind of always the hard part about our like friendship really or our relationship was that, yeah, he was a friend, which I think when you are in college with some and dating somebody that is, you know, it's like you're so young that and you don't like live together. So it's almost like it's your buddy at the same time, you know? Oh, so sure. Um, yeah. So, and, and here's where things get a little, I feel like up until now, I mean, well, actually I think I've been pretty fair about, you know, whose fault it is. Like I've taken ownership for my own role in all this, but I do want to make a little mental note here. Um, things get a little morally dicey on my end because just a note, I go to his graduation party, his parents come to town. Um, you know, they kind of, I think they probably know about our struggles. I really have no idea. Mm. Um, and I smile and hug them and act like everything is just hunky dory. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, um, number five is like, he's going off to a summer job and he's like graduating, of course, as I just mentioned. Um, and I'm kind of just like super excited because I'm going to Guatemala for the summer. And, um, one of my best friends is going to be going with me at least for the first month or so. So basically, nice. this is what we have. Uh, here we have another case of what we call leaving energy. Fuck it's yeah. definitely got that leaving energy vibes. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, cool. Like I support you. I'm happy for you, whatever. But I'm just feeling great because I'm packing my bags. Right. Um, and, you know, Not planning five on missing out. <laughs> <laughs> Not missing out on anything. Yeah. Um, so number five helped me pack up my room because um, I had a subletter for the summer and made me a playlist called I Love You, Mariah, to <gasps> sync up to my iPod before the trip. Wowzer. Fun fact, I can still access that playlist for some reason through Spotify because I think when Spotify first came out, they had this feature there where they'd pull your whole iTunes library into it but somehow. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I actually don't even have any iTunes stuff right now, but um, but yeah, I still can access that playlist. It's called – it has Elliot Smith, Wilco, and the Flaming Lips on it. Oh, my God. Kill me. <laughs> oh, my God. Kill me now. Wow. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> Needle in the hay. Needle in the hay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually still like all three of those bands, just FYI. Um, okay. But yeah, that's just me. That's just um, you. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wilco. You know, she's a jar with a heavy lid, right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> it's true, you're right. <laughs> uh, so my friend and I get get there. Um, we get to Guatemala, and you know, uh, fun fact, another fun fact: this girl is still one of my BFFs. She's absolutely amazing, and we really want to have her on our show one of these days. Yes. Um, she's got lots of great stories. Um, we get there. It's literally pouring rain because for some reason, I'm pretty sure I didn't really check the forecast, um, but this <laughs> oh, is like no? monsoon season. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. But this is like monsoon season and it will proceed to rain the entire summer. Um, uh-huh. She had been there before. Um, and so it, it, it's like the the town where we're saying is this old colonial town and it has um, kind of in its center – it has this really big old colonial building um, called El Pasaje Enriquez. Um, and, okay. you know, the passage Enriquez, I guess, would be the translation. But what's cool about this building is it's like basically it has like this little walkway that goes through the bottom of it. And then it has, um, I guess, like on either side, like within the building are little restaurants. And then the sea, like from the walkway up – is like totally open up to like the third floor. So like, uh, so we moved into um, these apartments or this one apartment that we shared on the third floor and we could open up our window and look down into the building. Um, cool. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but it was just like this really old, really cool building. Um, and, but it was, yeah, very old. Um, the woman that we rented from, like she gave us like bedding and stuff. I remember I did eventually get fleas because yeah. <laughs> of the bedding. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just kind of like it was just old, you know, like right. um and it you know, fleas are actually quite easy to get and quite easy to get rid of um as yeah. it turns out. So Not it wasn't a big world. deal, but mm-hmm. um yeah, in our in our first shower flea, had like you remember it. Yes, you do remember it. Yep. And our shower had like a dirt floor and you know, it was one of those electrical showers that you're like is this going to 
murder me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how I will die. You know, <laughs> that whole situation. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was beautiful. It was cold um, because we're definitely higher up. So, you know, some places that have like monsoons, you know, and it rains, you're like, cool, I'm not cold. But here it was definitely a little bit cold. So mm-hmm. um, that was kind of like the atmosphere. And uh, yeah, so what am I what am I doing in Guatemala, you ask? Um, so yeah, I, I had been going kind of to. planning on taking – yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. What exactly am I doing here? Um, I'm planning on being here for three months. Um, so yeah, so I've been – I was planning on definitely taking some Spanish classes. Uh, the biggest part of what I'm doing, I think, is just kind of getting away. Mm-hmm. You know, I just really just needed to go travel. Um But yeah, I had been looking for some volunteer opportunities and I'd responded to an ad that had been looking for a film editor um, that was just – it was like on some random local message board online potentially um, or had maybe been posted. And I just remember it was like a very obscure tiny little ad with like no – I don't know, color. And I think it had been on some some kind of – like almost printed like newspaper PDF thing <laughs> that I'd found on a website. It was so weird. Um, and so I reached out to them and they at the this um, organization, they wanted to meet me. So I went and had coffee with this guy. Um, turns out he was one half of this American couple, a man and a woman who um, they ran a business that uh, basically brought film students overseas to um, make films um, about what they call change makers. So like nonprofit organizations and like people who are basically okay. doing good in the world. So it's like a win-win. You teach students how to make films and then those change makers also get like a film that they can use to promote whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they have people from kind of like different parts of the world who who do these programs and meet up with them in different countries. So their editor for this group that they were doing in Guatemala had canceled and they needed someone to fill in. Um, and so they offered me to do the program for free. And I was like, Hell, yeah. yeah. And they're like, cool. We start in like two days. And I was like, okay. See you there. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I met the rest of the group via Skype when we did our opening exercises because they were all in Guatemala City and they were like, had to drive like you know they had to take a bus a few hours so um we did our little thing remotely um and it was a group of three other girls and one guy enter number 10 nice (laughs) (laughs) um yeah (laughs) honestly as i was writing this i lol'd really hard because i just said my former self i was just like god you're so predictable it's (laughs) silly Mariah's gonna get him. <laughs> I feel like I had like like almost like no like I had like no chill in a way like just, like, just uh, anyway um but yeah so the rest of the group gets there and I meet them um so they're staying at a hostel super close to like El Pasaje Enriquez because I literally live in the center of town like right in El Centro um and so instantly when I meet number 10 I feel this like connection like he's he he has he's very he has kind of like a poetic face if you will like I don't know how to really explain <laughs> sure it but he just I looks on this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I know I mean he's just he just kind of has these like w- kind of dreamy eyes okay you know okay like, they're sure. just big and like and like they're they're big and like kind of you look in them and they just look like it looks like just deep you know okay there. like yeah I don't know how to explain it. sure I, I kind of know what you <laughs> but, mean bedroom um, eyes yeah. dreaming uh, yeah bedroom eyes that's a good way to that's that's it yeah that's the explanation um and yeah but he's kind of all awkward in a way um just and then like I him. kind of yeah just <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's totally my (laughs) chance I know it's it's literally it's again so fucking predictable um but yeah so like so I um I like I remember like when I first met him um I was I kind of felt this connection right away and 
I'm super inexperienced still with like meeting people at this time in my life. Like I just don't really get the whole like dating thing. And I also, I think, I think one of the big takeaways, I don't really get that I'm like attractive in a way. Right. Like, I, like I, like I, I get that I'm attractive, but I don't really like understand what power that gives me, if that makes sense. Mm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Can you, can you relate to this experience at all? Yeah. Yeah. I think I just uh, would give a lot of that power away uh, through ignorance of, yeah, yeah. I totally, yeah. When, in, in like a future episode, a friend of mine who's older than me and a guy would actually like take me aside and be like, I don't think you get it. Like <laughs> he's willing to do just about anything for that what you got going on there yeah. so just chill you know like he'll <laughs> yeah. come back around yeah, it, I don't know yeah it'll make exactly. more sense in like context. If I, but yeah it's like it's that question of like what advice would you give your younger self like mm-hmm. I would totally tell myself just to be more confident yeah um you know I think I was at times really like shy um and I mean I I definitely like I liked myself but I think I just at times I was just like, oh, well, they're much cooler than me or I don't know. I don't even know what it was. But yeah, um, in this particular situation, it definitely manifested as I was like trying to keep my face neutral because I was like, <laughs> oh, he's cute. But like I was like, oh, but it's probably just me, you know, that whole thing, which it never is just you if you have that feeling. And I don't know the science behind it, but <laughs> it's never just you. Um, <clears throat> so he tells me that he's like my first impression. He tells me later his first impression of me was like really pretty but like seemed like a little bit of a bitch because my face I was trying to keep my face neutral ice queen bitch face (laughs) yeah exactly yeah that's what he thought he thought that I was like yeah exactly so whatever so I because I think at that point in time I was almost like well don't let him know you care you know right of course (laughs) that would be devastating (laughs) just being just beautifully unavailable um Anyway, but um, I I definitely had like that kind of first inkling when I met him, like, oh, you're attractive, whatever. Um, But then I was like, okay, cool. Like we're working together. Got to get down to business. And then as we kind of started working together, they split us into two groups. um, And so he was in my group along with one other girl. um, And he's just (laughs) like (laughs) smart. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Seriously. But she was, yeah, she, we were, we ended up like all becoming really good friends. So I think, nice. it, I think it all worked out. Okay. She's very supportive of our, um, eventual, um, hookup or whatever. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we, we definitely had chemistry and number 10 just kind of slowly starts to like reveal who he is as a person. Um, when we're kind of working together, talking about ideas, you know, talking about our film and he's just, he's just very sensitive, very like whimsical. Um, he he like loves like magical realism. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, he uh, grew up in Venezuela. Um, he's Venezuelan, so um, he he kind of has this sort of like he's yeah he's really into magical realism, and I think it's partly because like he kind of grew up like reading you know Gabriel Garcia Marquez and stuff like that, and he has uh-huh. this like wonderful imagination. Um, and he's studying to be a director, so he's like really into film, really into like art and storytelling, and. Um, he loves poetry, um, which I'm really into at the time. That's like my jam at the time. Um, right. He's also like, as I mentioned, like sensitive. Like he cries easily. Um, yes. Like one time, <laughs> one time I don't remember so if this is like kind of before or after, but one time like he's like telling me a story about like an experience he had that wasn't even like a personal experience, but he literally just like tears up as he's telling me. Oh my it god! Because he, yeah, and so yeah, did your puss. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, like he's just he's so different than I'd ever really like experienced before and I felt this like soul connection to him. Oh, also another weird fun fact, he's a twin. Uh random. He has a twin brother. Wild. Yeah. So I feel like he kind of like in a way gets that. Like he's terrified of snakes, you know. He just he has What? Yeah, Sorry. What does that have to do with anything? Just, I think the sensitivity, like, like. Oh, okay. So I thought that was like a twin thing. I was like, what? No, no, no. (laughs) Like he he gets it. You know, he's terrified of snakes. So (laughs) (laughs) 
that's like no no that was just another that was just my ADD brain just switching back and forth between two different thoughts at the same time it's quite all right, uh, quite all right. I just remember one time we were like in the bus or something we started talking about snakes and he was just like terrified you know it was just, he's he's just so he's just such a I think especially like going from number five to him like number five is like tough and doesn't really talk about his feelings as much but like mm-hmm. you know tries to pretend like he does at the same time and then number 10 is just like he's so open he's just so open and vulnerable and just like how he is and like I just really loved that so we all start everyone who's kind of involved in this program like starts we all start going out together um in Shayla and you know just having a good night like out on the town um and it's just a super fun experience because it's just there's it's just a whole new world to us obviously because I think for a lot of us like it's our first time really spending a lot of time in a foreign country I mean I had been to Spain before but like it's just a new place to us you know sure um and um I, I remember one at one point we were out and we met this guy named Robert um so he was like this older guy probably like in his late 20s so um, old. <laughs> and he I know it's so old and he had done the Peace Corps in Guatemala and he was like back to visit his old family and he like told us about oh how he had this whole like re- you know friendship relationship long-lasting um connection with this family and yada yada um and I have no experience with guys again but he's very obviously like flirting with me but I'm not really like necessarily picking up on it. And like, I like number 10. Um, but then, you know, one night we're all going out together and like Robert starts flirting with me. So like I flirt back. Cause I'm just like, I have no idea. Like, I'm just kind of like, Oh, you're giving me attention. Like, sure. Like I'll, you know, play along or whatever. Uh-huh. And so a number, I think number 10, cause number 10 hadn't like made a move yet. Number 10 and I have just kind of been like flirting, but we're not, nothing's been vocalized before this. All right. Number so, 10. It's time. Yeah, so number 10's like, okay, like, I'm going to walk you home today. So number 10 walks me home to El Pasaje Enriquez, <laughs> and um, he walks me home and, like, gives me this, like, we just, I don't know, we, like, kiss. I don't remember how it happened, but it was just, like, this electrifying kiss. Like, it was, Ooh. like, it was, like, holy shit. Like, because it was just so much different than what I'd experienced before. It was, okay. like... So just, like, he just, like, enveloped me in his, like, so- soft, sensitive – I just felt so, like, like he got – he connected with that side of me. Right. And that really came through, like, in our physical connection as well. Like, he just was so soft and caring and, like – Oh, my God. You know, um, it, rather than, I think, previously, like, like more macho and, like, strong, you know right. what I mean? Right, right. Um, and as a Mars and in so, Cancer, yes. I feel like I can really see, like, you just lighten up. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> I honestly would love to read number 10's um, chart. I'm sure yeah. he's he's so got some there. interesting signs. Um, so much there. We're still friends, but – Oh, cool. Anywho, um, yeah, so uh, – so, but anyway, so Robert keeps, like, trying to talk to me, and at this point I'm, like, super into number 10, but I don't really know, like, what we're doing. So mm-hmm. um, actually – I actually skipped a part, actually, I think, because I'm pretty sure Robert and I actually hooked up at one point um, before this. Um, Yeah, so we made out. I think he had come actually back to my room. Sorry, I couldn't remember if this happened before or after my kiss with number 10. Uh Um, But I think it happened before, actually. So I'm sorry. Made a mistake there. That's okay. Yeah, um, he came. He (laughs) a long time ago. He came back. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He came back to um, my uh, like room basically, and I remember like he just was like very like I was into number ten, but I didn't really like know how to like kind of say no. So I was like, sure, I'll just kind of like be present for this, you know. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're cute, you're cool. Like I liked him, but like in my heart, I was like number ten. I, I I kind of like I think I like make him go home like he wants to stay the night or something and I and I like don't let him okay and because I'm into number 10 so then number 10 and I have our kiss like you know we're out we're hanging out with Robert Robert's flirting T- number 10 sees it number 10 comes and like makes his move we have our kiss okay um and then Robert kind of gets like a little like I don't know like after that he keeps like trying to talk to me but I'm just like this I feel like this happens to me so many times when I'm younger where I'm like kind of talking to two guys and I almost Mm -hmm. like I don't know 
it's like I, I go from the one who's like being more like kind of aggressive to the one who's like being more like passive and just right I guess like seeing what you actually want <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah it, it mm. almost like it, I feel like in a way it like runs me right into number 10's arms <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that was gonna happen anyway um right. so yeah so eventually so number 10 um comes over and um we hook up at, at some point later and you know we just after from that point on um we just kind of keep hooking up getting to know each other and it's just like a super fun fling but like on like a deeper level because we really do like get each other a lot um cool and deep flings. yeah and then yep exactly yeah yep and um the, the last thing I will say about about this time, um, because I will say the time in Guatemala is not over, so stay tuned for next time because mu- much more will happen. This is just like setting the scene. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I'm tuned. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are, yeah. You're you're kind of tuned by default. <laughs> um, but uh, but I know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> While all this is going on, um, number five is sending me so many emails. Like number five, he just keeps emailing me and asking me to call him. And then I like will like call him and he'll tell me how much he loves me and how much he wants to be with me. So like while all this is going on, this is happening. Okay. And he's like, I want to move in together in Missoula. He wants to like fly to visit me. And, you know, he just – his emails are just these long emails about how he just – how much he loves me and how much he's sorry for all of our back and forth. And, you know, just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like really laying it on thick and almost like it almost kind of comes across sort of like frantic in a way. Okay. You know, like yeah. it's almost like he's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like he, it's almost like he knows that right. I'm like falling for this other person. Like, cause I'm, I'm falling for number 10. Right. Definitely. Right. Like yeah. it's becoming like a deeper thing. Like we know that number 10 is only there for a month, but like I'm like, He's just so different than what I've experienced, and I'm really like, yeah, yeah, definitely falling for him. Wow. So, okay. so oh. I find myself starting to avoid number five's contact, and I'll be like, oh, sorry, I was really busy, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's intense, dude. I've had this before, where like I feel like people know without knowing. I don't – maybe it's a when you're apart – when you're far apart from someone who loves you and you are, like, getting more and more distant from them. Maybe it's just way more obvious in the communication than we realize or yeah. something. But, like, I've even had people be like – I don't know. Like, I also think – I kind of do believe that you can have a communication with – people okay first I talked about astrology now I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound very woo woo but (laughs) if people are gonna find out one one way or another no I do think that you know you can be communicating with people like from a distance and you can kind of receive these messages and be like okay something's going on because I don't know like there's some things that have happened in my life where that's just the only thing that explains it I don't know yeah I think I felt it on the other end as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so yeah, so I think you can kind of tell. I mean, people I think humans are really bad at covering up. Like it's like if you want to talk to somebody, you'll find a way to talk to them, you know? Yeah, that too. For sure. Yeah, For it's sure. kind of it's kind of like that video. It's like he's just not that into you, you know? Right. That came out when we were kids. That like, video. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That VHS. yeah, why did you do? <laughs> that VHS. I don't know why I said video. Sorry, I was just hanging out with my mom, so like maybe maybe so maybe some of that some of that rubbed off on me but but yeah I mean also I'm just kind of all over the place this morning it's been a long week but I will say like that I feel like there's so much truth to that yeah it's like you know Mm -hmm. someone wants to talk to you someone wants to make the time to you know send you emails like they will do it yep I I think so too it's kind of like a stoic uh thing like you know just your actions speak louder than than your words and yeah. so, yeah, which I is totally yeah. agree. Not to say that all my friends out there, I'm sorry. I, 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 I like. I feel like truly sometimes with friends contact, you are just busy, and it's like you're like, how do I, you know? I don't know if you 
experience that. I feel like I owe oh, people sure. calls right now. Oh, right. Like, so oh, you don't, yeah, you don't want to like put that out into the world too hard. Yeah. Well, of course. Of I course. mean, in romantic relationships. Yeah. 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 And, and it's true. You can get stretched. You can get stretched thin in, in romantic relationships too. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, I'm excited about. Thank you. About I'm you. excited to hear about your travels to Latin America. Yes. Okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. Beneath your clothes, and no one will ever know how you painted me without any clothes. Last how time, Olivia got her groove back. How Olivia got her groove back. Okay, so that's the last time I'll do that little salsa thing. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Okay, so where we left off <laughs> um, was after after New Year's, I was living in Portland, and everyone um, went back to their normal lives, kind of, uh, in winter, really settled in. Um, number nine went back to where he was living. Um, I moved out of my house and moved into a different place. You know, even number one went back to his school and shit so it was like this little like kind of like a bubble of like drama and kind of like sexual tension just kind of burst and I was left there feeling like pretty sad pretty sad yeah about a lot of things and part of part of what I was bummed about too is that I just was like really rearing to travel but I had no money and just wasn't really saving that much money and um Another weird thing was just that I had, like, no sex drive all of a sudden. It was just bizarre. Like, I remember even having a conversation with you around this time because you um, moved to Portland. And mm -hmm. you were kind of just, like, explaining to me, like, how you were, like, dating or how you'd made – I don't know if you'd made a dating profile or what was going on. I think this was, like, maybe your Craigslist face. <laughs> <laughs> if I can throw out a little teaser. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, a little teaser. A little teaser. Because remember, like, I'm, like, two – this is, like, two years in the future. But um, – Yeah. I, I just remember you were, like, yeah, I'm, like, 23 and I should be fucking, you know. And I was, like, God, I'm 23. I should be fucking, you know. And I just look about oh, I'm sorry that that made you feel <laughs> – That's quite all right. It's totally fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um it's I mean it's it's like it's true but it's also I think when you're you know in your early 20s you there is like so much pressure like I can't let a day go by without getting a dick in you know because you yeah. know, just have this weird thought like it, this is as good as it gets it's like fucking not if you're in your early 20s and you're listening like it really only gets better but I didn't know that then. yeah agreed um, so I was stressed and I just, more than anything, I was just like, didn't feel like myself, you know? I mean, it's obviously, it's totally fine to not want to have sex with people if you're asexual or whatever. And I was kind of wondering, like, am I asexual? I, but it just didn't feel like normal, um, how little libido I had. And I think it's just funny like that I you. even, yeah, to me, mm -hmm. exactly. Didn't feel normal for my, for myself. Although I obviously didn't know myself super well sexually if I was kind of like mm -hmm. entertaining that I might have like a totally different sexual orientation. I think it was kind of like coming home to roost as well that I just didn't know myself sexually outside of my relationship with number one, hardly at all. Maybe partly because we were also in a long distance relationship. It's just like my libido, my sex drive had never been something I really had to examine because it was like when we were together, we were fucking. And we were, when we weren't, I kind of wasn't for the most part. So, um, you know, I was even going out on some dates and, you know, with some like mutual friends, people I met at parties or whatever, total cuties, just they when they would make a move I would just feel like repulsed kind of and it was just bizarre um <laughs> yeah I feel bad Which for it probably them. made them yeah they probably felt even more turned on like they were like oh my god 
Oh, God. I don't know. I feel like I acted poorly. Like, I remember this guy took, like, who I had met. Like, we'd been at a few parties together or whatever. And he, you know, really pursued me and took me out. And and he was driving me home. And usually all I need to do is see a man behind the wheel. And I'm like, mm, like, (laughs) I feel like that's hot. Just see a man drive. I'm like, yes. No. He was like a firefighter. I mean, he had it all. He was also like totally my type. Like, I don't know. This is why I know that something just weird was going on. And then he, I just remember looking at his legs and being like, his legs and his jeans are so repulsive to me. Like, I was just, I was in a oh, weird, wow. I was in a weird place, dude. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, And he cut, yeah, and obviously it didn't go super well for him. Um, And anyways, yeah. So I'm there, I'm not fucking, I'm feeling bitter, and I um, (laughs) do kind of get some luck, um, like, professionally, I guess, professionally, whatever. I got some freelance gigs that paid pretty well, and those were able to kind of put me over the edge to buy a ticket to Lima. So I'm feeling way better now that I know that I'm leaving, got some of that leaving energy. I'm like, okay, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Um, and in this sense of feeling a bit better about myself, I decided to go on my first ever Tinder date. And, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I cannot believe, yeah, so this is, this is funny that this is happening now for sure. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, because, because am I like late to the game, you mean, or? Well, it like, I think it highlights, it highlights what you were feeling, I think, before. I think you would have maybe had been tending yeah. had you been feeling more yourself, you know? Totally. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I also would just, you know, didn't do any hookup apps or anything in college. I mean, just because, like, I don't know, because I was with whatever in that relation. And so, yeah, it's a kind of a whole new world. I'm pretty nervous. Um, uh, the guy is showing up, but he's not showing up. He's like 20 minutes late or something. The waiter came around like a few times and asked me if I wanted something to drink. And the third time or something, he comes around, I'm like, listen, do one more pass and then you can just go ahead and like get me some, like get me a glass of wine. And he he kind of <laughs>, laughs. He's like, okay. So, cause I'm like nervous, you know, I've never met a stranger off the internet before. And we're kind of having this little back and forth when my date shows up. And the waiter's kind of like, oh, there you are. And he's like, hi, yeah, okay. And so the waiter, I remember, is like, did you want that wine? I was like, yeah, can I have a glass of Pinot Noir? Because I'm like super grown up. I only drink Pinot Noir. And the the my date's like, um, yeah, do you have any mocktails? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, I can't help but make eye contact with the waiter. And the waiter's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Spaghetti-o. This isn't good. <laughs> like, to, oh to my his, god, that's priceless. I love that. To his I credit, love that so much. He kind of rolls with it. He's like, yeah, I mean, we could probably do like a Shirley Temple or like a Virgin <laughs> Pina Colada. And the guy goes, yeah, I'll take that Virgin Pina Colada. Oh my god. <laughs> so our drinks come and he's like I'm like please be a drunk please be a former alcoholic he's like just so you know I'm not a recovering alcoholic I'm like fuck he's like I'm not a Mormon I'm like okay even that would have been fine at this point he's like I just don't like not being in control I'm like oh my god I'm like I should leave like I know I should leave but did I no <laughs> And he's like, so have you eaten? I'm like, no, I just got off work. He's like, okay, well, why don't you get something off the menu that you know you love and then something that you've always wanted to try? I'm like, okay. So <laughs> That sounds so controlling, I got to say. Well, right? It's so infantilizing. <laughs> what? Super. That, like, yeah, he's like, so mad. Yeah, he's like, I'm taking you out. Our, whatever, our drinks come. We get all this food. Um, and something I – I know I love and something I know I want to try for the first time. I'm sorry, but fuck you, dude. Yeah, exactly. Just let me order something. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like the whole thing was like a weird – he like – it was weird energy. Then he just like 
like launches into a monologue about his job for 20 minutes and then he kind of like remembers I'm there I'm like eating he's not eating I'm just like eating and he's talking because he's like not (laughs) asking any questions and um I'm hungry I haven't been like waitressing (laughs) and he's like um so how long have you been single at which point I'm like oh my god is this like Something that grown-ups <laughs> ask each other on dinner dates. Again, yeah. kind of like you were saying in your last episode, this is my first dinner date, which uh, also Awkward. would never go on a Tinder first dinner date. Like, I just don't know yeah. how this shit works. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> so I tell him, and he's like, uh, okay, yeah, well, this is how long I've been single, and I'm just really ready for a relationship, you know? I just... Ew. Ready to settle down, and I'm like, cool, good for you, dude. Um, FYI, I just uh, bought a one-way ticket to Lima, Peru, so. <laughs> and he's like, what? <clears throat> so you're just what? You're like not even – like, so you're leaving, and you're just going on dates to what? Hook up? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, I'm sorry. We met on Tinder? Like, did you confuse this with what? fucking eHarmony, bro? Like, this is not – what are you talking about? Yes. And Good I was Lord. like, yeah, basically. And he gets so mad. Literally, he goes to the bathroom, comes back. He's like, are you done? I'm like, eating. I'm like, yeah, I think I am. We ordered the – Get the check. I'm like, uh, so I, you know, like, reach for my bag, and he's like, cool, yeah, let's split this. I'm like, mister, like, get one thing that you know you love, one thing that you've always wanted to try. So, and I have to fucking pay for, you know, <laughs> half of his mocktail. Then uh, <laughs> we leave the bar. He literally, like, barely shakes my hand, and... Again, a testament to how young I am. This actually upsets me, like, quite a bit. I remember I cried a little bit on my bike ride home. Like, I was like, it made me sad. I don't know. That's upsetting. I mean, yeah, especially, like, you're you're vulnerable. It's – that time of year in Portland is VV depressing, too. Like, it's, like, you know, that right before the spring hits and it's, like, very dark and has been raining for, like, six months, basically. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I I, (laughs) – I I mean, I get it. I would be that. Honestly, that's extremely offensive. Oh, so so crazy. Yeah, the slut shaming. Yeah, the slut shaming part's like just fucked up. But then also just like I honestly, as an like as my age, I would now I would leave the date if someone told me to order something I know I love and something I want (laughs) to try for the first time. I would tell. Dude, I would leave the date at the word mocktail, which, okay, yeah, yeah. listen, exactly. I mean, in no shade, like, if you don't drink, that's fine, but, you know, be a grown-up, order a seltzer, I mean, that's, yeah, okay, seriously, you really gotta get a, a Shirley mocktail. Temple, like, oh, God, and so, anyways, um, yeah, he's, the, the funny thing is, is I get home, and a couple hours later, he texts me, and he's like, so, yeah, that was great, I'd love to hang out again, I was like, dude, that was not what? the vibe that you were giving off at the bar, like what's going on and he's like yeah no I know but I thought about it and actually I would enjoy having casual sex with you (laughs) people are psycho I'm like oh okay cool that's good to know unfortunately I have a really terrible feeling about you as a person blocked him (laughs) So I'm like ready to go on my trip to put it mildly. Oh my god! Goodbye. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. Wild. So I do, and um, it honestly is kind of like the one thing that had been making me feel better like, during this whole funk that I'm in. Is just like I know I'm gonna go on this trip, and I'm gonna be meeting new people, and I'm definitely gonna be hooking up. I'm gonna get yeah. my groove back. You know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But dude, two has new groove. Exactly. Two months into my trip, though, I'm in Colombia, and I have not hooked up with anyone, and I'm starting to freak out. I'm like, because again, opportunities were there, but just not feeling it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? I'm also just having kind of, um weird self-esteem kind of stuff like I I wouldn't go probably so far as to say like them like having um body dysmorphia or anything like that but I'm just like not feeling good about how I look I feel like I've gained weight Mm -hmm. and stuff and I really don't 
know if this is even true or not. I like, I, I don't know. At the time, I'm just like really in my head about it. And so I go, yeah. I'm doing some research about my birth control to see if maybe it's making me uh, gain weight. And in some kind of online forum, I see that there's this other discussion topic about it, which is like um, that it's lowering women's libidos like dramatically, the birth control that I'm on. Oh, wow. And I'm kind of like, it's just like, uh, like bells go off in my head. Whoa, my God. Because I had just never thought about it, even though I knew sort of vaguely that that could be a symptom, but it's not like a, a side effect of birth control, but it's not like, you know, it's not like my doctor ever was like, by the way, if all of a sudden you find yeah. like a perfectly attractive firefighters repulsive, you know, it might be this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they seriously, they don't you. give, they, they don't, I mean, I, birth control is amazing, but it just pisses me off. They don't really give you a, a good breakdown of the side effects, you know? Right. Like, you deserve as a human to be connected to your libido. Like, yeah. Exactly. That's an important thing that you should be aware of. Right. And it could be the type of birth control. It could be the, like could be different things, but like that's not something you just have to live with. <clears throat> so yeah, I decided to uh, stop taking it because I was like, what's the point? I'm not even fucking, you know? Um, yeah. And so I'm traveling around. I end up going to um, this town called Salento in um, coffee region. Go to a- Familiar. Uh, yeah, beautiful place, and uh, check into a hostel. Yeah, check into a hostel. Um, this is about five days after I've stopped taking the birth control, and um, and walks number ten. Bing, bam, thank you, ma'am. Don't remember much about him. I just remember that I was like <laughs> so down, <laughs> and amazing. It like just took five days of being off birth control to be like. Literally, whoever crosses my path next is the lucky winner. I love that. <laughs> I, I just love that. I don't remember hardly anything about him besides that, like, I was so tight because I hadn't had sex in so long, and he had a huge dick and it, like, barely fit. But I was like, whatever, dude, it's fine. <laughs> I don't even care. It felt amazing. I was like, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, yeah, that sounds, yeah, I understand that feeling. For sure. I mean, I haven't had that exact same experience with birth control, but like I've tried different birth controls that have like made my mood swing. And it's like, it's nice to just be back, you know, in your, yeah, just your normal rhythms as a human. Exactly. Just like feel, yeah, like yourself again. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just, for me, it's like, yeah, I've just, well, I haven't gone back to it just because I, yeah, fuck that. Um, but also, you know, I mean, it's, there's different things that possibly could work for me, but, um, I can't get an IUD, so blah, blah, blah. And also, I don't know, just personally, like, it's kind of what you said about your, your rhythms, like your, like your sleeping, your menstrual cycle, all of that shit. Like it actually does feel very grounding for me kind of to know where I'm to know where I am and to kind yeah. of not be lying or sort of like tricking my body um about yep. what's like going on and um yeah it was also just the thing about the weight gain and stuff I did also lose a ton of weight um because I just was not hungry anymore I barely ate for like a month and all I wanted was dick <laughs> all I wanted to eat was peen <laughs> And you ate a so, lot of pain, yeah. Yeah, I just ate up, ate up the country. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, this, this whole birth control conversation is such a, it's such a saga. I mean, I tried some birth controls in college that, like, made me a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Like, they just gave me, like, horrible mood swings. And I was like, this is insane. I feel really out of control of my emotions. And, like, yeah, it just was like, I'm going to stop taking this. And, you know, yeah, like, my whole birth control saga has been interesting. Because, yeah, I, I too also was like, after that moment, I was like, I do not want to be on this. Like, I will use mm-hmm. condoms, you know, from now on. Right. And then when I was in my early 20s, I got the IUD. Nice. And that – so that's – for me, that's worked and that's mostly been good. But then it, like a couple years ago, um, I started like 
I still don't really know what it was, but I started getting like really bad acne. Uh-huh. And my doctor told me she thought it was my IUD. Oh, interesting. Um, and it just like it came out of absolutely nowhere. Like I had no freaking clue what it was. Right. But then and so I was under the assumption that it was like my hormones or something. But then I finally went to a um like well, there's this medic medication you can take. It's called spironolactone. It's like a blood pressure medication that actually blocks like basically androgens. Okay. Like um progesterone birth control creates androgens, which are male sex hormones. Right. Okay. Um in in the body so then and then that oftentimes can cause acne okay so it suppresses that but i didn't like that either because i'm like i don't want a medication on top of my fucking medication right of course so yeah so like i was just like i didn't want to be on it and finally i went to a um an esthetician and she just totally cured me i have no freaking clue what she did but she just like healed my skin oh wow yeah amazing she just like did a bunch of like treatments and she did a little like like she did um yeah I really don't even know what she did but it totally just like made it go away dude that's amazing so yeah so but I actually have um like I I don't have like I haven't had like severe libido issues but like I sometimes wonder if like because my uh my IUD is progesterone too so I sometimes wonder the same thing like I feel like it's like maybe a little bit like it's like once I get going, it's fine. But I think sometimes, like, it's easier for me to, like, be, like, out of sight, out of mind with sex, you know? Totally. Yeah, that makes a yeah. lot of sense because, um, yeah, that was also the uh, – I was also on a progesterone birth control. And I think because when I – that's kind of what I was saying when I was with number one. It was, like, it wasn't really a question of, like – it's not to say that I wasn't, like – into having sex with him it was kind of like that it was like once we were together and I was like all like excited about it I feel like the the long distance relationship was creating a lot of juice you know that kind of when it was when that wasn't there just making it on my own which is what you have to do when you're single you know you kind of gotta like find it in yourself and like go (laughs) you know go look for it and that just wasn't happening at all yeah yeah yeah, I mean it's it's weird. I feel like I feel like there's no good solution. Um, right. Yeah, I've been kind of debating that too. I'm like, okay, do I want to go off of it? Right. Um, but I'm like, eh, I don't want to really because I I like it for a lot of other reasons, and it's like it kind of feels like there's really no good options. Yeah. Um, totally. So yeah. So vasectomy. I don't know. I'm. That seems like. A yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> My boyfriend is such a proponent of like male birth control. He's like, if if we could do it, like he totally would do it. Um, yeah, and I feel like, or, like he will share. get a vasectomy at some point soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like soon by I mean like the next few years, but I think, yeah, yeah. But we'll have to have let him. him come to that conclusion by himself. But. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm. Yeah. To be honest, yep. part of me is like I I kind of don't want to get my period again because like so I haven't gotten my period because of right. being on the IUD for a while and it's kind of nice. Although I did also like having my period because it was like grounding, but it's also just like convenient not to have it. Sure, so, sure, it's definitely yeah, yeah inconvenient. Um, yeah, and I mean I also feel like I don't have um super intense periods, so that's you know another thing. That makes me kind of like more okay, I think, with having them. But yeah, um, yeah, 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 dude. It's like it's like what you say. You know, there's really no, yeah, there's really no good good option. Um, although there really I don't isn't. know, I feel like I Male recently found some condoms that I was more into. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I feel like they're getting better. I don't know. Okay, that's good to know. Um, yeah, really maybe like, our next I've, I've, <laughs> we'll send I've had friends tell me they like the unlubricated kind. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I thought that – I was like, that kind of makes a lot of sense because it feels more like a dick, you know? Right. Yeah, interesting. Like, just add your own. lubricated one – yeah, exactly, and add your own lube as, as needed. Totally. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, should we um, – Tell people the last things we have to tell them. Right. Speaking of of things we like, we're going to send you all some lube. Exactly. Yeah. And we brought it full circle there. 
Yeah, just, um, just barely. Um, yeah, so don't forget to leave us a or send us an email with a screenshot of your review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll send you send you some lube. And uh, yeah, all the info is in the show notes there. Yep, and um, also just a reminder: um, don't forget to uh, keep sending in your uh, sex stories. You can do that either as a voice memo, which you can email to what's your number pod at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 859-904-9332 if you are in the U.S. And um, yeah, just remember to keep it under three minutes and to include which number it was. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank Thanks you, for Mariah. listening, guys. We will <laughs> see you next time or hear you next time or smell you later <laughs> on <laughs> during lucky number 11. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs>